0: Hello! Welcome to The Honest Wargamer. I'm your host, Rob. Welcome to The Stream Street, the, our midday show that happens between 12pm and 1pm British summer standard GMT time. And my co-host today is, for the pre-40k Spice Center show, is Nick. Fit Nick from the 40k uh, Spy Center. Hi, Nick.
1: Hi, Rob. Thanks for the intro. Uh, Not so fit it. with these braces, though
0: could you could you remind everyone about your adult braces please
1: uh, well yeah i've i've had braces fitted recently because my my teeth were on a a path to mutual annihilation as they were pointing <laughs> towards each other slowly destroying each other in an, a decade long war of who would be dominant the top teeth or the bottom teeth so i've had to get the the un involved uh, apply some uh, international restrictions on the top teeth first to bring them forward out of the path of the bottom teeth and then later we'll get the UN involved in the bottom teeth as well to sort them out and hopefully in two to three years time uh, we'll be at peace and I'll be able to have teeth for the rest of my life.
0: Perfect. That, yeah, keep so some peacekeepers on the ground. That's what. Yeah, mm. uh, obviously, that's good orc money you're wasting there, Nick, maybe. If you lost all the teeth, that's a lot of teeth. Well, no, no this, this,
1: is, this is my orc stock. So I'm trying to keep the teeth because uh, I was on a path to losing uh, my top and bottom teeth. So I want to keep that just in case I do get taken by the orcs one day. I need to buy my way out of trouble so they could take my teeth and maybe not take my life. But that's probably <laughs> unlikely
0: scenario. <to know. laughs> for many weeks <laughs> well hey listen it's lovely to have you here um we just so everyone knows um i was facing down the barrel of another show on my own having not organized anything having been here till i think i was here till 1 30 last night painting terrain for the tournament this weekend um i have a mammoth task ahead of me and i've i've been a failure at getting it done uh to date so nick's offered to come and hang out with me and chat so if you guys have got questions or things you'd like to ask in the twitch chat which yeah. is full of legends like hams fan and rambo squirrel on a run again uh glow nurgle matthew hi nurgle matthew big love stupid dacty team and cash hi gorgeous colonel cabbage woo woo seen this weekend uh diving thanks for resubscribing uh wes uh hello how are you hello everyone thanks for being here and tristan Tomb King Tristan, what an upbeat, kind, and gorgeous human being. Uh that sent me flowers once and I still I thought oh, about gosh. that this morning. I was having a coffee and I thought, you know what, that Tristan fella's really great. Literally, just independently, is what I was thinking. Hey Superfly Jimmy Snooker, hope you're well. Uh I am, yep. just for everyone at home, I'm painting this. This the Tower of osculia Ooh, that looks like yeah, cool. The, this orcish tower. You actually uh uh last year for the super series nick you painted this terrain but you painted yeah but you painted like some smaller bits for our light board yeah Um, so is that is that
1: going with that terrain or is this a separate board
0: no because i had no idea how you did whatever you did and you also like i did this really quick i was like how it was like blending and like ah no so uh no i'm i'm doing a whole destruction board um based on this so there's this there's the um there's the Gargan Colosseum. So I printed a Colosseum, which two Gargants are fighting in. Highly unlikely I'll get it finished for this weekend, but that's my goal anyway. So we'll see. Um, I've got lots yeah. to do, but I'm cracking out the airbrush later. So we'll see. Uh, Orcs Gilliath, you've got it, Hams fan. And thank you for gifting a nice. gift subscription to Can You Roll a Crit, the dirty, dirty, dirty underworlds player. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, anyway, um, uh, have you been well, Nick? Nick, what's been going on? Like, how are you?
1: I've uh, been pretty well, mostly, apart from the summer attacking me physically, um, yes. which has been really annoying. The last couple of days has been really, really hot in England, um, and uh, I have a hay fever. Sometimes it's all right, sometimes it's pretty bad, and the last couple of days it's been super bad. My eyes have been really itchy. My nose has been blocked most of the time. Um, so that's been really annoying, um, but apart from that, pretty well. I um, actually played some forty k last night.
0: Last night, you played at the arena.
1: At the world famous <laughs> TSN Arena. necessary.
0: but the the because you were not only were you, you were playing because you're playing at one of the events in a couple of weeks with the team of James Workshop. Um, yeah. I was also asking you guys for for feedback uh, on the terrain that I've set up. Um, so you were trying, the board that I'm a little, that I'm not as confident about, which is the Eldar board you were playing on last night, weren't you? Um, mm. and, mm-hmm. uh, and there's some big, um, big pieces.
1: There is some big pieces. Yeah.
0: What did, uh, what did, how, how did you feel about it?
1: Um, so yeah, we played on the L, so me and Paul played on the Eldar board. Um, um, yeah, we had to, so the L's were really good, which, um, who was it who designed them? Um, someone in the chat designed them or someone who watched the show designed them. I can't remember. You'll know them on me. Uh, but, yeah, so they, they were... Uh, oh, Shadow Sun. So, yeah, Shadow yeah, Sun. So so those Ls was... were really, really good. And I was really impressed the fact that you can unclip them and reverse the direction of the L. Uh, that was really that was really nice. Um, and they worked fantastically. They're exactly the right size that you need. Uh, they do the job. They look great. Perfect. And we had some forests which uh, looked really great for just you know they're quite simple, just a base with a couple of spires on them, um, and they worked really well. And uh, the big pieces they did work really well. Um, although I f- you did you have four, you had four. We only ended up putting two on the table because they are quite big, and I kind of felt four on the table might be a bit too much of a bit large terrain, personally. Uh, with thank with you all these
0: thank you to jenny taylor for donating two pounds to the show that's appreciated thanks jenny uh, jenny taylor uh very lovely of you um, <laughs> <laughs> that's so nice whoever you are much love uh,
1: <laughs>
0: i just heard it when you say it out loud jenny yeah. taylor jenny taylor oh okay i get it <laughs> Shit! Oh, I was like, no. I read it three times. I was like, that doesn't sound like a rude word, but it is. Anyway, sorry, Nick. The you only put man, you only put two of so the put, four. We did. We fuck? only put
1: two. So we put two of those because they're quite big for uh, like a nice big loss blocker for your deployment zone to hide a bunch of stuff behind. But all the terrain that you had out plus those two would have been quite a lot. you thought because they are quite a big piece. They're like. 20 inches across um, and relatively deep Um, but they were really, they looked cool and they were were pretty functional in the game and stuff like that So, um, (laughs) So but the only, so we did give you some critical feedback on them um, that uh, because the base of it it's not got a wooden base on and it wasn't exactly, perfectly even on the bottom Mm. and the centre was slightly heavier it, if you touched the side it pivoted on the spot slightly because it was quite <laughs> light as well so um, we recommended some non-slip pads for the either side of the towers
0: it's quite nice having people like play test it before other people come over and stuff I'm really mm-hmm. surprised you didn't put the the four big bits on um, actually but like because I came over mm-hmm. and it looked really dense like it's just such a thank you to Swally Knight for by the way for resubscribing and also thanks to Ham's fan for going, donating another gift subscription that's super awesome of you. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's so stressful. I was saying this to you guys last night. It, maybe it's stressful for me because I'm bothered. Thanks, Jack Vin, for resubscribing. Oh, he's coming to the team event. Not awesome. Um, oh, nice. Like I, uh, it's so stressful. Like designing the terrain because you're designing the terrain, not buying the terrain as a kit from like an established company because no one does that if that makes sense like uh mm. oh swally night thanks for gifting five gift subscriptions in the chat that's oh, fucking rad of you thank you Pretty rad. uh that's so rad Woo-woo! big Swolly nights uh big love yeah the, you're so it's so uh <coughs> stressful right like because you're like well, for me, this is a me. Thing I think. For I think everyone
1: out there. Yeah, I, I think it is stressful because you know, at you as a, an event, uh, um, as a venue Dude. owner, venue proprietor, uh, and well, venue boss and TO, obviously, people are coming to your event and you want them to have a good time. And people can sometimes gripe about terrain, how it looks, how it functions in the game, and you want as to get they that right. Do. Yeah, and you don't want people to come and have like have a bad game because of the terrain that you put out and you set up so i can understand you know uh it being stressful from that point of view um,
0: 100%, like and the only reason the only reason i mention it like i'm not like oh woe is me uh chat although obviously woe is me um uh and thanks for helping everyone get towards a hype train uh, that's so awesome i think the 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 thing about it is like like you say i want it to be good like and it's such a weird like I under, like I, like I'm not making you bring your army you do that I'm not making your mm. opponent bring your army you do that I'm making sure you guys know who you play in and what the rounds are and providing prizes like that's fine that's a deal we've we've organized between ourselves that's fine uh, I also like event boss by the way over to way better name <laughs> yeah. way better name like as uh, so uh, in future can we only refer to them um, as uh, as event bosses but like the the oh, well, what was my point? Shit, I did have a point, but I forgot it. Anyway, uh, doesn't matter. Oh yeah, the terrain. The now. terrain is the, the terrain is the other bit that you're deciding, right? It's like being a map maker.
1: Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, just like a yeah, just like a game that everyone knows, Warcraft Three map making. It's pretty, it's pretty big deal, isn't it? In the Warcraft Three scene.
0: Hey. Them 800 people in the Warcraft 3 subreddit or whatever. Like, <laughs> furious.
1: Thousands yeah. of us play. Thousands. Um, uh,
0: yeah, thanks, a, oh, Sorry, what, sorry Nick. what I would thanks like to, to see. Just to, thanks to Oliver Close Off. Uh, Oliver Close Off for donating Oliver £3 to the show. Oliver Close Off. Uh, Oliver really Close Off would like to
1: see Genitalia. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: thanks, Oliver Close Off appreciate you you and Jenny Taylor uh, are great people thanks for donating money to the show very appreciated um, yes. uh, sorry please uh, please go uh, Nick, I was saying? about
1: to make a plea to the community obviously in recent years oh, yeah, yeah. Um, stats have become more of a thing in wargaming which has been only for the betterment of the community in my opinion because it's hopefully if games which are by taking heed of those stats making the game more balanced hopefully Sometimes, obviously, they don't listen. Like, like hashtag no data. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, like, obviously, 40kstats.com is is really good website to look, go for, for, like, uh, to look at the meta, like, who's winning and things like that. So you can objectively see, based on some stats, what armies are doing better than others. But a stat that they don't track, which I think could be added, Ooh. which I'd love to see going into the ITC uh, Battles app or whatever app like BC whatever any apps that they collect the data from is just an option because they have like um like a tick box on the itc battles that where you go who won the roll off to pick the deployment zone who won the roll off uh to go first and things like that i would like to see just a tick box for light light medium and heavy board so you could say uh, a light table would be uh, x amount of terrain the medium table would be x amount of terrain heavy is x so you just you just log is it oh, light nice. medium heavy yeah. then you could then you could look at the stats and see what the different wind how potentially how light medium heavy affects uh, wind rates um, and things like that and then we might see as a community you know what level of terrain promotes the most balance across the board that would be quite nice to see in my opinion because obviously be great to the terrain debate rages on uh, Forever, you know, you've spoke about terrain a lot, because it's it's a it's 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 the it's the third player, I guess in the in the Specifically game. Specifically in forty k. Yeah, yeah. Ada Sigma. I think well, I, I don't know it as well as you do, but you, from when I used to play uh, Ada Sigma, I've not played Ada Sigma in a while because obviously lockdown and things like that. But you know, to re- whenever I played it, was kind of like it just gave a, a, an effect. It never blocked line of sight particularly. Movement shenanigans with flying is obviously a bit of a problem, but in 40K more so, terrain affects the game a bit more, I think. Yeah. Um, that's a fair point. And I think that's the invention fair. of uh, obscuring terrain is really, really good for the game um, just because it is predominantly a shooting game and not having just an open shoot board. Is it
0: now, is it? Like, Let's talk about that for a well, moment in, in, yeah. in a moment. Yeah, thanks to Ivor Growler for donating £2 to the show. <laughs> Ivor Growler, uh, very much appreciated. Um, uh, there's so many people being kind today, Nick. I know, it's so lovely, nice. isn't it? lovely, yeah. yeah. I've never even met, like, maybe no. it's a different person. They've not been in the chat before. Ivor Growler. Never
1: seen
0: in chat. no. No. Rude, thanks for subscribing. Uh, I've, I've never
1: seen genitalia before.
0: I've never seen Jenny Taylor either. Like I don't know where they're all coming from, but it's so nice. Also, uh, Coloru uh, is coming to uh, the Captain's Clash, which is the forty K event next week, and he's nice. so close to finishing his uh, his six cultists away. You've got it, baby. Uh, thanks everyone for helping Do us it. get hype trained. That's very much appreciated. Um, Kelbar's got a question. So when all eights, just losing, feel ninth could be the same. I played Aspect Eldar and now basic Space Marine force. I read the rule book and I know how to play basic forty K, but I never really learned how to play properly. The stuff the robot does not teach you in core rules or codexes, is what tips could you have great help break a losing run and start a few wins under my belt and thanks diadrian for gifting um a gift subscription to charles the dead lizard in the chat uh, and also to shazbat uh, 27 for subscribing nick you got any thoughts on that how could you like if you got any advice
1: it's quite a broad question for a specific person um I don't know, just like playing more games, and I would say um, maybe take take pictures during your game. So once you do, so try so it's five turns. Try to take five pictures across the course of the game. So then once you finish the game, and obviously you can, I would say, use the ITC Battles app to record your results, so you can look back at your stats and you can look back at the. Uh, the output that it does at the end of the games, so you can see how you scored and when you scored it, and, and that kind of stuff, and what you maybe you failed in the primaries that game or your secondaries, and take photos. So then after the game, you can look back at the photos and analyze, you know your movement, what you did. Um, if you really want to be a super nerdy about it, maybe like have some sort of like diary that you write in, um, um, like things that you learned in that game or mistakes you made or things you want to improve on. Um do it that way. But definitely I would say take photos because you look back and you can reflect on the game and say, Oh, I, I deployed like this, I did this, or that happened, and it just sort of cements those like learnings that you made um during the game, I think. Um, but it's hard to advise you on specific things.
0: I, I've got a piece of advice, like so uh, I used to um oh thank you to Ivor Biggin uh for donating one pound sixty nine to the show. Very much appreciated. Nice. A lot of, a lot of uh, kind of like uh, Eastern Bloc people uh, send us yeah. money. Appreciate that. That's super nice of you. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you could. Uh, now, I think one of the things that Nick's talking about there is like more of like the mechanics of things that you could do. And I think that those are super relevant. I used to teach uh, martial arts, Nick. I, I trained a few British champions doing Filipino stick fighting. Um, And one of the core principles I had was, and that I got taught, was about emotional content, which actually kind of like is more to do with the, I know this sounds a bit wishy washy, but it's more to do with the attitude before you get to the mechanics. Because you Mm -hmm. can practice anything badly. For instance, I could have given them like forms to practice and they could have practiced them badly and done them badly. um, And then they wouldn't have been very good. But it's about the emotional connection and also about the, the commitment. And I think that's one of the key things that I see a lot when we do coverage is a lot of people make plays and they move stuff around without any intent. Like, ask yourself, this is really important. If you deploy, just saying things like, I guess they'll go there, then already you're in the wrong spot. That isn't how you do things. You say to yourself, I need to achieve X. Like, you look at your opponent's army and you're like, right, those are the threats, that's what I need to kill. Like, that's the thing that I need to achieve. And then you deploy intending to achieve that effect so you can win the game like maybe they're faster than you so you need to move them into a space where you can get them like that's really important so you put out some bait or whatever it is but like if you're already at the point where all you're doing is just doing stuff then you're not doing like anything useful at all and you might as mm. well stop like i understand getting reps in i completely agree with that i understand analyzing your games i agree with that as well but you need to start from a position of, I'm going to achieve. So every action, every spell you cast, every shot you take, every movement you make, every breath you take. <laughs> every breath
1: you take. Every movement face,
0: <laughs> Every single play. Every time you pray.
1: Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I'll be debuffing you. <laughs>
0: uh anyway <laughs>
1: no I, t- I totally agree with that so um i tend to do it in tournament games anyway but particularly in practice games i very much am in the mode of talking out loud uh like my stream of consciousness what i'm thinking i like right what do i need to achieve so, right at the stop of the turn what do i need to achieve can i do this secondary can i do this secondary can i do this secondary and then um how am i going to score my primaries or deny you primaries i talk it out Look at it. So right at the start of the turn, then as I'm like, you know, moving units, I'm measuring stuff, and then just talking it out loud, um, particularly if it's a practice game, because you and your opponent can talk about things and stuff like that. So just like talking out your intent and stuff like that is really, really useful. So like, oh, I'm moving that there. What's that? This unit's going to go do that and go and do this. Blah blah blah. Can I get that charge? I don't know, stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. talking yeah. out your intent whilst you're doing it rather than just willy lily moving stuff around for the lols particularly like if you're having a fun game it doesn't matter but if you want if you're playing to get better talking out your intent uh at the table is definitely very useful i think
0: yeah i, I agreed but having intent uh, also a couple of things in the chat thanks to hawkeye for resubscribing jonathan Etliff for just being here uh what a legend also i think someone just donated a pound uh was it Ivan big No, it was willy lee king um, um. Uh, appreciate you <laughs> uh thanks so much yeah like it's incredible that people just turn up and they think i hope my stuff does stuff you need to you're the general you need to give the orders Mm. like uh like commit to like i'm gonna kill x i'm gonna do y whatever the situation is and i think that's the biggest problem like and then that you could go back even further in your army list i'm putting this unit in my army list because it's going to achieve this thing
1: yes justify why it's in there
0: yeah yeah, it's all about justification and like intent. And, and and it's the same as hitting someone with a stick. It's the same as playing 4K. <laughs> I didn't think that they'd be relevant, but it's also true. Bruce Lee said it's about the emotional content um, that you need to have uh, to achieve. Mm-hmm. So a uh, big shout out to Bruce Lee, incredibly ahead of his time. And if anyone's mm-hmm. never read The Tower of Jeet Kune Do, I Excellent
1: 40K it. player as well. Not a, lot, not a lot of people know that.
0: but Do you he was know? Ex- he was an
1: excellent 40K player as well.
0: So, not only did he have a master's degree um, uh, in philosophy, he also was a world champion at something else. And I wonder if you can guess what it is. Chess? No. It's a, it's a physical thing. Mm. Uh,
1: musical chairs.
0: Cha-cha dancing.
1: Cha-cha dancing. Okay. Interesting. Good footwork.
0: Good, great footworks. If you've got footwork, Nick, they can't hit you if they can't get to you. Nice. It's really important. Yeah. Always got to remember that. That's always something I like. Anyway, uh, so I hope we answered that question. I think we answered that question quite well. I never hear people talk about that because what, what? they really yeah. want you to do is go through like a long coaching service where you're like, so yeah, so you move and you like, and it's not about that. Like, if you remember in your movement phase, I have to move to achieve a goal. If you're in your shooting phase, I have to shoot to achieve a goal you're just being but. it's about headspace i think like that's the, that's the, and i
1: ask yourself bit. questions like oh if that unit shoots that what is that achieving because sometimes you can be like oh this this anti-tank gun is going to shoot that tank but if killing that tank doesn't do anything for the for the objectives and stuff like that, it's no point you may as well shoot uh like a couple of last cannons at some chaff that's on an objective if that helps you deny that objective and stuff like that um Another thing I would say is just bef- like in the list writing stage, uh, I'm sure we've talked about it before, but like when you're writing a list, particularly for 40K at the minute, I know Tom will Tom will be a bit annoyed because it's like boil it down quite simple and easy. But like um, I always write my list now with two groups of stuff in mind to sit on two objectives and then a bunch of stuff to go into the middle and push the center. So in my current Death Guard list, it's I've got two player crawlers, two units of Poxwalkers, and two units of three Death Shroud. And they are the things in my list that will sit on my home objectives. And everything else is to go and attack and kill the center or go deny my opponents. So I always think that's a good philosophy for writing your 40k list. Like, if you like two home objectives, pushing the center, and then what secondaries am I going to achieve and how I'm going to achieve them with my list.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, like, okay. And I think that's good advice for anyone. It also applies to 80 Sigma a lot as well. Like, just mm. having intent as much as possible. Um, uh, but if is, you really
1: want to be a good 40K player, you can sign up to my coaching service at com. It'll only cost <laughs> you nine ninety nine a month. Yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs> coaching services are weird. But I understand why people have them, right? Because it is yeah. a, a very difficult game to learn. Like, okay. I think that's a process, which is why I wrote a book about it. Uh, just... Just an FYI in case for some reason people don't know that there's a, that I wrote a book on the Honest Wargamer website about about how to do that. Uh oh I've lost Nick for a second, I think. Uh we'll see if he comes back. Have I lost you guys? I think you guys are still here. Nick, you back? No, I've lost him. Um Mindset and Intent is quarter goals, um uh, straying into sports sites says wargaming. Uh, psychologist oh uh, interesting well I mean it's gaming right that's why we set up the t-sports network like it's a sport like um it's practice a whole bunch of other stuff like these really Nick's gone oh no we've lost him uh hey hams fan thanks oh thanks also hams fans for donating all these little gift subscriptions that's so cool of you uh big love I don't know where Nick's gone is I've lost him he's lost him to the war. Uh, <laughs> did, did i disconnect him for for starting his own uh hold on everyone let me get it back uh, did, apparently he's calling me how can he be calling me when hang up on this sorry podcast bros it's uh, getting back in the chat dun 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 nick are you back
1: i am back i don't know what happened my computer just decided to turn itself off and on again
0: Well, what, the minute you said you were going to start a coaching service? Yeah. Deleted. (laughs) Delete. Canceled. Canceled. (laughs) cancelled. Like we're cancelling cabbage in the chat. Um. (laughs) Cancel cabbage. (laughs) Cancel cabbage. Uh, Anyway, so yeah, that's uh, that's some good feedback. Uh, I'm happy about that. Looking forward to uh, just being at events, uh, seeing some games played, if I'm honest, Nick. Very excited for the 40k event we've got here. Um, I'm just so
1: excited for an event
0: oh really
1: uh, yeah cannot wait because uh, like i love playing 40k and and just warhammer and war games in general but um and i like to play competitively but i always try to play friendly and have fun as well that, that's super important and that's how i enjoy to play the game but i love going to a tournament where it is you know you're playing to win it's like it's not cutthroat competitiveness because i always try to play like play and have fun and be friendly stuff like that but i love that uh the, the the heat of battle at a tournament that you don't quite get in a, a, a practice games or just casual games and stuff like that um yeah so i can't wait for that again i, lo- I love it
0: so uh, someone's just asking if there'll be any live coverage at the weekend so no they uh oh it's all the caps i don't know why uh that'd be too many people um uh that'd be too many people at the venue Uh, under current restriction rules for us to do any live coverage uh, so it won't be possible because um, we were able to have as many people as we were for the live coverage and then as many people as we are allowed for the events but that's our like max Um, Mm. so not allowed to have any more people so there'll be no live coverage until restrictions lift uh, which is important Um, and then it'll just be manic if we hold a full event here and also do live coverage and it'll be full of people it'll be wild yeah Um, uh, but yeah, like yeah, I'm, I'm looking, sure. I'm looking forward to that. That's gonna be, that's gonna be some fun times as well. Uh, but we should be able to record um, uh, four games from each round, so uh, we'll be able to post those up as well. Um, uh, so that's that's one of those cool additional things we can do. So many, so yeah. many more things that we'll be able to do in the next like few months. Like we're still like, I mean, I'm still painting furiously. Like we're close as a one man band with a bunch of people who support and help me. Uh, we're doing pretty well. But in the next, like, six yeah. months, we're going to be, like, a full gaming venue with live stream set up and all that other jazz. And, and so, uh, like, that's a very exciting time for, I hope, the community. Like, it's obviously exciting for me, but I also hope it's exciting for the community, I guess. Um, like, that's, anyway, that's what I'm about. Question, will you be hosting like live tournaments aimed at folks who have never done them? I'd love to come to the t- I mean, yeah, we already suggested this months ago, Shugo. Um, uh, but <laughs> I think a few people, uh, thanks for listening to the show, by the way, everyone. Uh, and ripping our ideas off. I appreciate all of you who do such things. You're all wonderful people. Uh, it makes me smile to be the source of your inspiration. Um, amused amused to the community. Uh, but yeah, the uh, the idea is um, uh, to do some beginners tournaments. Because I guess I would love to come to the TSM, but there's not percent chance I'll get smashed. I just want good times. So we're hosting events already where, like we, we were saying last night, Nick, uh, me and the James Workshop guys, and I think it's true. At the 40K event, uh, and also at the Age Sigmar event, it might be the first time people have played Warhammer in like a year, nearly a year and a half.
1: Yeah, yeah. So,
0: and I'm going to do that at the event briefing. I'm going to be like, look, guys, I get that it's a tournament, but I think everyone should maybe just chill a little bit today. Like, it should be about, like, rediscovering that love of playing Warhammer, like, yeah. in the future. and then But doing some beginner's events will be really important, I think, for everyone. In the community, so yeah, like I'd love to do some beginners events, and also, like I've said it before, some midweek events. They're the future. They're the future. Not to you, maybe. I know you work, you work all through the week, Nick, but a midweek event is a hundred percent on the cards because I know loads of people who obviously work uh, at the weekend. So I think that's something that would be work.
1: Would you ever do um what's called an iron man tournament?
0: No, I just no. don't know why. I just don't know why. Like. It's a fucking weird thing, isn't it?
1: Like, uh, Why is it weird? Well, because, you explain to, can I go get some I'm, I'm water too...
0: and you explain to everyone what an Iron Man event is while I grab water?
1: Okay, so basically an Iron Man event is where everyone plays Warhammer, but Koz plays as Iron Man and then runs around pretending they're flying as jets and like shoot laser beams out of their chest. No, of course, I'm only joking. So an Iron Man tournament is where um you try to fit five games or six games in a day so you generally would have to start super early or just finish super super late so i think it's called iron man because it's like you know obviously three games of warhammer in a day can be super um super tiring so five or maybe six is you know really really challenging to do not only in your body but also your brain and spirit um so yes, that's what an Ironman is. I think generally there'll be five games because it kind of makes it from a small tournament to a a, a a GT. I think I think ITC dudes are quite obsessed with them because it means you can get more ITC points from one day. I'm more personally interested in an Ironman tournament because I'm super looking forward to um, playing in the upcoming squads tournament with Team James Workshop. But it's only one day and it's only three games. And generally when I go to a tournament, like the first three games on the first three days, I'm like, oh man, loving it. And then you're looking forward to the ones tomorrow. So I know after we finish the tournament, after three games, I'll be, you know, I'll just be thirsty for more at that point. But I won't be, uh, that thirst won't be satiated, which is going to be sad.
0: Yeah, I know. I understand that. I understand that. But like the the, the difference between those one days and two days, I think, are, are fairly key. I mean, some people... I, I think there's a load of people who only want... Uh, thanks, Nurgle Matthew, for donating a gift subscription to Gimme in the chat. I think there are people who just want to one day. They just want to, like, push. Because, you know, sometimes you turn up with your list, you try something out for a couple of games, and you think...
1: And then cool. it's rubbish.
0: <laughs> or it's not rubbish. And you're like, cool, I've done that trick. I'd like to try something else out. Do you know what I mean? Move your list around a little bit. I think that mm. that would be uh, something. I, I don't know why people want to put themselves through torture. is what I... like. It's like uh, this week, we've had a, quite a few conversations about 1,500-point tournaments. Um, and everyone's like, no, fuck you, don't take my toys. And I'm like, no, I get it. but what if you that just... opinion. Yeah, 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 I know, you're 100% in that opinion. But I'm like, why not just have a, like a little bit more of a relaxed time having a laugh? And then people are like, no, I want a stressful three hours of trying to finish my game. And you're like, okay. Like... Well, the,
1: the reason I'm of that opinion is because I've played a lot of tournaments and I've played a lot of Warhammer and I generally don't have a trouble finishing games within the round time. In, in all the tournaments I've been to, I've had maybe two to three games at most that haven't finished. So I, I personally don't see it as a massive problem. Because, My opinion is why punish most players for a small amount of people who can't finish games?
0: Agreed. Uh, I, I'm sorry. I'm just trying to see if this. I'm going to say it out loud, and we'll see. Thanks to Mike Hawk.
1: <laughs> Mike Hawk.
0: Thanks to Mike Hawk for donating ten pounds sixty nine to the show. <laughs> I don't know what that says. I can't hear it. Uh, sure. Thanks, Mike. Uh, Mike Hawk. Uh, that's so nice of you. Very kind. Just like everyone else today. And thanks, Ham's fans, for donating another gift subscription. Uh, to Frothy Cat. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, I can't say it in an American accent. Boston. Uh, wait, what's Boston? My Cork. My, cork. My, My cork. cork. My Cork. I'm wicked smart. I'm wicked smart. My Cork. <laughs> uh, I can't do it. Um, <laughs> I should go, because not everyone is playing Lumina Throne Lords, AMS3, Nick. I need at least four contemplation phases now. That's true. Um, and yeah. Dijin says uh, a year ago, he wouldn't have thought about Suggesting uh, one thousand point uh, tournaments, but that's that's something. How would you feel about five games in a day at a thousand points?
1: Uh, I guess that would be all right. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just. I'm <laughs> just. i I just like having a big army pushing. All right, around. Nick. How about two army,
0: games, so. two day games a day at three thousand five hundred points?
1: No, because that's too big. <laughs>
0: Oh my God! You're Goldilocks I, today. I am.
1: Yeah, the Goldilocks principle for me is two thousand points. That's it. O-
0: okay. Uh,
1: <laughs> Just warming up.
0: I can do Bostonian. I'm sure. I'm, I'm wicked smart. I'm w- wicked. I like I can do Welsh. Uh, <laughs> I can't do it. it. Doesn't matter. All right. Fine. Fine. Um, I don't know. For me, it depends. Also, can we talk about this? This is one of the other things as well. Uh, playing a three-hour game is a bit of a labor like in some ways Like I, I, yes. I obviously love it but so, it made so much more difficult when the venue you're in is really rough you and me mm-hmm. have played a lot of Warhammer World and we're not trying we're not trying to to dig at Games Workshop but I'm a taller fella, I'm not as tall as Bobbin mm-hmm. but I'm a taller fella, I'm 6'2 mm-hmm. and in in fact, and Nick's not as tall as me but you probably still had some issues with the tables at Warhammer World, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, the, yeah the tables at the TSN are, are at my hip height, which is pretty much perfect for standing at a table and doing stuff. Um, so, yeah, and the the Warhammer World tables are much lower and you get like a... It's, and so, Warhammer World, there's various different reasons why I think it's way more tiring playing there because of the physical environment. They've got stone floors. So standing and walking around on stone floors all day the, is way harder on your knees.
0: Can we talk about something about the stone floors there as well, uh, if I'd just like to to mention? that They're always dusty. Yeah, I know that they mop them, yet they're still always somehow... Is it like, is the, is the stone... I don't
1: know, maybe the guy who mops is it, it just has really bad dandruff. So as no, he's it's... mopping away, he's just depositing just more dust. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Uh, you're in a castle, it's cool. I get that. It I looks get that. cool. It's cool, but it's not good on the back. Uh, no, real... so You've got
1: stone floors, bad for your knees, low tables, bad for your lower back. And also the sound, the sound acoustics in that hall when there's lots of people, it can be like really difficult and deafening. Like I, I um, so I told him that I think you were, you might have been there, Rob. I know Scrivo was there. So uh, it was my birthday one time and I came to your Saturday club night with Scrivo on the Saturday evening yeah. um, and got pretty drunk. And then I was there on Warhammer World on the Sunday. I had to have a snooze on the, on the sofas at lunchtime and I felt pretty rough that day. And when it was really, really loud, it was really horrible. Like, and it really sort of like uh, gave me a massive headache. And even when I've been there normally, because Warhammer is a very mental game anyway. You're concentrating and you're remembering a lot of stuff. You're talking a lot you're doing lots of stuff, but then also your brain having to, because f- you're having to focus on this table or someone opposite you speaking, your brain having to work so hard to filter out all this other stuff, all this other noise, uh, just makes it much harder to concentrate and drains drains your brain power, in my opinion, a lot faster. And then there's a guy
0: shouting, wah, you're halfway through explaining <laughs> something, you're like, like, I appreciate your enthusiasm, but I'm in the middle of something right now, this isn't how it works, Like, leave me the fuck alone. Uh, oh, yeah. sorry. We just had a, 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 a gift subscription. Uh, no, uh, some money. Mike Litteris, uh, thanks for donating <laughs> three pounds sixty-nine to the show. That's Mike Litteris. That's very Thank kind Mike of you. Thanks, Mike Litteris. Uh, very, very sweet of you. That's So nice. Um, uh, Jonathan says you sound like a typical uh, war, uh, uh, Warhammer player. Nikos. That comes in the chat. Yes, he says it's a bit noisy. It is. And hey, sunset tabletop. That's good. Um, uh, Milton Snowflake says people just don't play enough 1,000 point games and don't know the game and it's sort of at that scale. It's just a matter of what one is used to. The game isn't necessarily better at 2,000 points. We're just more used to it. Um, I, I think I would agree with that, to be honest. Cup, thanks for resubscribing. Um, uh, I did some renovation work on a church in Peru, says Colonel Cabbage. My friends were confused why the mudstone floors were always dirty, no matter how much they mopped them. <laughs> mudstone floors. <Nice. laughs> also, Kilpanic said that uh, 90% of dust is human skin. So that dust on the floor, Nick. Yeah,
1: it's the dandruff theory. I told you. Oh,
0: wow. Yeah. Or
1: it's just the flakes from, you know, gamers' butt cracks as they're sitting at the table.
0: <laughs> I was, was good night, champs. Good night to you. Uh, anyway, yeah, it's. Uh... Yeah, anyway, the environment. Uh, I don't know how we got into this conversation. I guess it's with tournaments coming up, right? I guess that's kind of where we're at. Like we're all thinking about it. Is there a Nick? You're a big proponent. Uh, This is something that we talked about a lot after the Super Series event of the weekend. Me, Owen, Cabbage, and the guys, Dan and the crew. We were uh, we were talking a lot about tokens. Is there is there? Have you got one hundred percent? This is what I'm taking to an event. Piece of advice, tool that you take. Is it tokens? Is it magic cards? Is it scrib sheet? What's your, like, and if it's, like, automatically... If I could only obviously... take one. No, no, no. Like, maybe give me oh, a top three. Oh, this is a must-have. This is a must-have. Like, top three things. Because uh, I'll tell you mine while you're thinking for everyone. It's... Uh, and while I thank uh, Phil McCracken um, for donating pound sixty-nine to the show. Thanks, oh, thanks to Phil McCracken, McCracken um, for donating pound sixty-nine to the show. It's very kind. Yeah, I... Um, uh, I a water bottle. A water bottle is number one on my list of things because I used to go to a lot of events and I used to get wicked smart headaches at the end of the day, like mm. wicked smart. And, mm-hmm. um, and I always thought it was because I was getting too excited. So I used to get a lot whenever I get like too high, um, I just end up with like a thumping headache. And I think it's just because I was like drinking caffeine um, uh, a lot and uh, like sugary drinks and whatnot. And I was just super, super, super dehydrated. Um, and then ever since I've started drinking loads and loads of water at tournaments, smashed it smashed mm. it mate booked it packed it smashed it yeah. um so that's the one for me
1: mm. well i'll just one second get my dice box um, so i have really organized my dice box recently mm. so here's my dice box
0: wow okay. uh, for, for the for the podcasters i'll just describe it to you um, yeah uh that it's a square box um, uh, that's as far as I've got with it Describe Cuboid it. box yeah yeah oh, Cuboid you, Cuboid Dixie, with a... Dixie Wrecked uh, for donating sixty nine to the show appreciate Dixie it Dixie Wrecked Dixie Wrecked uh, appreciate <laughs> it uh, what's, show us your box so I, have cu- you I have a
1: Cuboid box with yep. uh, a leather handle to carry it around and it's got four, three little clips to clip the lid on place and the lid is also a dice tray yeah
0: um
1: but then I have uh, a bag of wound dice, big red wound dice. I have a bag of tokens for object, a uh, bag of discs for objectives. Uh, I have a large black dice, which is only really used for comedy purposes. I have a small black bag of tiny dice as a complement to the big dice for comedy purposes. Um, then I have a bag of tokens and gems for signifying psychopowers and things like that, and then I've got a bag of of tools. Uh, Tools. Laser pointer, three-inch (laughs) measurers. This small three-inch penis.
0: Oh, nice. um,
1: Tape measure uh, and things like, and little post-it notes and things like that. Um, So my top three are for forty k particularly. I really like my line laser. So, you know, we really like, is that got line of sight? It's like, you trying to eye it up and things like that. Uh, God, I hope I've not lost it. But anyway, it's a laser pointer, which instead of projecting a point, it projects it a straight line. So you can, like, you know, really get that extreme line of sight uh, clipped. It's really useful for 40K. Um, I'm not sure about Age of Sigmar because of how their terrain works, things like that.
0: Yeah, it's still, um, it's still model to model, right? So, like, if you can if you can laser line one to the other.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's really useful. Um, and yeah, tokens. Like, I'm at some point. I've got I've just got a generic bag of tokens. I've got like little red markers. I've just got like some little gems, things like that. Other random little gems, uh, coins, and things like that. Just so, just random buffs you can mark out. But if I'm going to a tournament and I've got like I've got my specific tournament list nailed down, and I've got a particular number of different buffs that are put out. I would just get some MDF bases and write that buff. Like if it's a minus one to hit, right, minus one to hit on that, and then put it down. Because actually that came up in my game last night with Paul. Uh, he put a buff on his, and I think it's a really good tip for in general, for tournament play. So he put a buff on his Grey Knights minus one to wound, or yeah, minus one to wound, and. Um, I got through some combat attacks on that unit, and he went, "Oh shit, sorry, it's minus one to wound." I should have reminded you before you started rolling dice. And I went, "All right, no problem. I'll just re-roll it again." And we had a discussion about, you know, he said, "Oh no, it's my responsibility to tell you." And I was like, "Yeah, that 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 makes sense. It is your responsibility to tell me, but." What we said, like, it can get in the grey area of in a tournament. Say in a tournament, you forgot to remind me it's minus one to wound. I rolled the dice, got really good results. And then you go, oh, shit, it's minus one to wound. And you make your opponent re-roll it, and then they get really shit dice. That might make them a bit salty about it, understandably so. Mm -hmm. Um, But I felt that if you have a marker, which is minus one to wound right next to you, and it's really obvious, then I feel that puts the responsibility in my hands So you've put a token next to yours that says minus one T, it's very clear, if I start rolling dice and I ignore that, then that becomes my responsibility. And if I have to re-roll it and I get worse dice, I can't be salty about it really, because you clearly had a token out. So that's why tokens, I think, they're massively important to remind you of what is going on in your army. But also, it's a really helpful reminder to your opponent and avoids those sort of like, oh, shit, sorry, I forgot to remind blah, 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 those kind of situations.
0: Uh, yeah, that's that. Yeah, super true. Uh, this is my box, Nick. Not to, your box not looks to, bigger than mine. It's a bigger box. It's blacker as well. Um, yeah. Yours is more of a brown color. So this is yeah. mine. And then, as you guys can see, it opens into. It's a, It's just a makeup box, though. So that's Ooh. what it is. And it's just a, whoop. Uh, and it opens up, and I've got many a thing here. Pens. A You've got vital, D8 in
1: there. What's that for?
0: Huh? Where's that? How do you see it's a that? A blue die. Yeah, I don't know for for adventures. <laughs> Who knows what it could be fun. But the uh, the the pen, I think, is one of the number one tournament items. Uh, see, I have a
1: sword in my box.
0: Oh, I don't, got, I don't have a sword. I've got a sound box. I was looking for the fringes. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I've got uh, so the things I keep in here. Obviously, a dice, tokens, um, little three-inch uh, doohickeys all day. They're pretty important, I think. Uh, Fancy original AOS 1 Goldie. Love one of those. Uh, I've got these little counters. Little finger counters. If I need those. One of them, by the way, is bedazzled. So I don't know if you guys can see that, but that's for special things when I'm feeling particularly fruity. I have a big casino dice, which Nick gave me, which is really nice. Little pink one. Uh, And then tokens. I've got like little silver tokens and gold, different colored stuff, basically. So it's just like a collection of like physical things. Dice bags for days, don't really know why they're in here. Some stickers, don't need those. Uh, some Lumineth dice, but I think the pre- probably the biggest one. I probably could content this down into a much smaller box. If I'm 100% honest, this is probably too much. Um, uh, like, uh, <laughs> if I'm being real, I've got some stickers. <laughs> it's <like a> super... <laughs> why would you ever need that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I might go through this actually and condense it down, but I do keep—I do have different dice for my wound dice, separate yeah. to. Um, although I would like to probably invest in those. Mm. My favourite things um, are the. Has anyone seen the little like wound markers that like a little wound? I think gale forty nine used to do them.
1: Um. What well, wound dice?
0: Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, no, not wound dice. It's a little wound. It looks like a a blood drop, and it has like. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. I thought about that. Oh, wound wangs. Oh, fucking hate wound wangs. They look rubbish. Sorry. Um, Are they called wound uh, wangs? Wound wang. Have you never seen a wound wang?
0: What's a wound wang?
1: That's wound wang. Um, (laughs) It's like an it's an arrow with some like loom bands. And there's little notches. There's little notches on different numbers. And every time it takes a wound, you move the band down a notch to represent the different number of wounds. And it has an arrow on it pointing to the bottom. Yeah, it looks a bit rubbish, in my opinion. Um,
0: There's a Kickstarter for it, a Wound Wang. Hold on, I'm clicking it.
1: That's Wound Wang.
0: Wound Wang. Oh, no, they're gross. Wound Wang. What? Who who in their right mind wants a wound wang? Wait, people hold on, how many backers this has got? This has had three thousand pounds worth of backers on a wound wang. This is ridiculous. Can't believe I'm, it. I'm super against that. What are those Gale Force things called? Gale Force Wounds. so i've
1: been i've been questioning this recently so currently for my wound markers i have big red dice because i know i'm never going to roll them they're big they're not easily knocked over so they're not going to be disturbed throughout the game um, and i put wounds on so i've recently been thinking you yeah, know i quite like uh little like you can get like little red glass gems or whatever so you put a, a gem next to it every time it takes a wound but if something has like 14 wounds like you end up with like 10 or 11 wound markers next to it and it can look a bit rubbish um so like a dice is much more tidy than that or those little wound dials but i think i just like having a dice i think my brain's used to that now
0: i like having a dice but i think i'd like to change i think i'm very invested in tokens in the future for all Mm. of my gaming cards Mm -hmm. and tokens very serious about that i currently do red dice like nogal matthew says so i have a and i have ones that are square cornered and not round cornered so they're harder to knock like mm, just because yeah, like, yeah. It's a, do yeah. you know what I mean? It's like a little bit harder to knock, yeah. and they're smaller as well than that my bigger dice. So they're a different yeah. size, they're a different color, and they're a different shape. So like mm. I feel like it's uh, an easy one, but I think I'd like yeah. to change up to these. I've put the link in the chat. These little wound markers because I think they just look cool. I mean, they don't really make yeah. much sense on a tank, I guess. Um,
1: but... Well, I think it, like a large number. Of, like the worst experience that I've had with wound markers was at a tournament at Sanctuary, and I played a guy with knights, and he was using d20s for his wound markers
0: no i'm against has
1: anyone tried to balance a d20 and disturbed it slightly with anything it falls over and changes number all the fucking time and at one point during the game i resisted getting really salty and annoyed about it because at one point during the game i got his knights, one of his knights, down to one or two wounds and i swear because that dice got knocked over so many times and i kept trying to remind him to change it up and down I swear in that game that I killed I did enough wounds over the course of that game to kill that night, but because his wound dice got knocked over and chained so often, I I'd completely lost track and I think he completely lost track of what fucking wounds it was it was on. So like it's it's really important to have like a nice stable uh, thing to denote the wounds taken or left on something.
0: Yeah, not into that at all. And Like honestly, like someone puts a D twenty, I don't trust them immediately. Dacom and also Sugar say that they use uh, spin down life counters from Magic the Gathering. Not sure that where it is. And apparently Warcry has some of those wound tokens, but I'm obviously not going to buy them from Warcry because they'll be eight billion pounds. And I'm sure I could probably replicate those um, some way nowadays. Like mm. I'm like I'm into that. But I'm just an idea that
1: I, an idea that I quite like. You know, like in poker, you have like certain colored chips or whatever and then like you might get a big square chip that represents lots of money i quite like the idea of having little red gems for single wounds but then you might have like a big square gem or something that represents 10 wounds so then if you're applying it to tanks and stuff like that you put little ones on until it gets to 10 then you swap it to a 10 i think that'd be quite classy i quite like that
0: yeah I don't know like, the thing is is we're all different like i like I recognize that the dice thing isn't actually that effective. be it a d six like whenever <laughs> I see someone with a wound wheel, I'm like, that's pretty organized, man, right I respect that game. I respect the game you've got. I don't like mm. how it looks though. I'm definitely not using a wound wang, like <laughs> can we all admit that we're all at least better than the wound wangers yeah um, like
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't respect anyone who uses a wound wang, sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the same. Just the <laughs> name.
1: The name alone.
0: How it looks. I mean, to be fair, to it's us talking well. about it, right?
1: Yeah, I suppose. Yeah.
0: Um, uh, I had some uh, kind of device replicates into three-dimensional objects in plastic. <laughs> if only, if only we had some sort of way to print stuff, that would be the one. Hey, Nick. Uh, when, uh, do you know what? I was going to ask you about three D prints, but we're going to ask. We're going to talk about that tonight, actually, on the forty K Spice Center. Uh, we're going to be discussing Games Workshop's tournament pack, which they've released. And maybe what the ramifications of something like that might be, because I think there's some really interesting conversations around that in the future. Um, mm. Make your model disassemble in a number of parts equal to their wounds characteristic, then you can <laughs> wound them for real. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> can all users of wound wangs be banned from events or auto-forfeit as soon as used? That seems that, fair. That's
1: going to be in all my packs for the League of Knights, for sure.
0: Yeah, JJ says it seems crazy to me that some people count wounds taken instead of wounds remaining with the dice next the model. I do wounds really?
1: taken. I do wounds taken. JJ. So you fucking with so the the wrong re- crowd. The rationale the rationale for me doing that is because in the moment it is way easier to just add wounds to a model rather than go, oh your tank's taking three wounds. I've got to go I've got to do a simple uh, subtraction uh, calculation in my head. Oh, it's got like oh it's got fourteen uh, minus three, uh, and that's thingy. Where it's much easier to just go three and just add it, add it, add it, add it until you get to the threshold where you think, oh, I might be dead. So in my opinion, it's way easier to do that rather than constantly doing subtractions in your head and all that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, so the chat... just um, quicker. Torn, torn in this. <laughs> Yeah, this is like, more
1: controversial than Brexit, I think. This, this, <laughs> this is the
0: one. This is the one. Um, I'm going to do a tweet about it in a moment. Uh, and we'll, we'll, get a, we'll get a judge's poll on, via Twitter. Um, as long as you know the number of wounds for every model. So yeah, see, that's the other thing. Chris, like, if you're like, oh, okay, it's taken two wounds. And like, How many wounds left? And then you do this. You go, can just have? Eight wounds left. Eight wounds left now because he yeah, had ten originally. But I've got what? I've got another wound for every model. what do you explain me? To, um, what do I look like? A supercomputer? What do I look like?
1: What, do, what like- do you think this is in my head? The most complex <laughs> computer known to man? What the fuck? <laughs>
0: what? What do you expect me to be? Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, Nick, it's been a lovely, uh, l- lovely hour talking to you. But I've completely gone off piece, not painting now, and I have to get back yeah. to the grindstone. Um, uh, otherwise, it. yeah, back to it. You guys, you guys are the future. Thanks for tuning in and just being incredible. Uh, we'll be back to it again tonight at 7 p.m. at the 40k Spice Center with uh, Tom Spice. and Logan as well. Spice. Spice. Uh, we'll be back later. It's been lovely hanging out with you all. Thanks to all the uh, gift yes, subscriptions thanks. and also donations in the chat. It's been lovely. Mm-hmm. Um, Nick, you got any shout outs before we head out today?
1: Uh, I would like to shout out anyone who suffers from hay fever.
0: Good luck to you all. Good luck Good to luck. you all. Uh, we'll see you guys. Have we stopped raiding yet? Uh, just for t- just for the bit. Um, just, but we'll get back to it at some point. Uh, it's lovely hanging out with you all. You're all wonderful. Take She's care nice. of yourself. We'll see you soon. Bye. Oh wait, I've got a thing. Thanks for listening to On This War Gamer. You're all beautiful.